two, one. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining the light side. Today, I have a beautiful little fairy tale, amazing leader with us today. Her name is Erla. She's the founder of Saivana, which is a, an incredible platform where science and spirituality meet. So today we're going to be talking about consciousness, spirituality, uh, plant medicine, all things that I personally find super intriguing. Um, and we're also going to be talking a little bit about their free event coming up this weekend on June 27th. So mm -hmm. Uh, Erla, without further ado, welcome, my beautiful love. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here. Who wouldn't love to be here? You're so, your personality is ooh, beautiful. I feel you through the camera. <laughs> yes, good. <You're> welcome. <laughs> so, okay, so I mentioned a lot of stuff there in that intro. Um, mm -hmm. And where to begin? So, what if we First, start out, explain Saivana, and then we'll get to how you got there. Okay, so Saivana is an educational platform, a consciousness educational platform designed to help you, no matter what stage of your growth you're in, to, you know, find that inner power, that inner strength, that inner self-awareness that we all need to get to in order to, you know, consciously elevate ourselves or ascend. Um, and how we do this is we connect or partner up with mentors, teachers, healers, people that have been in the community who have worked their way um, uh, through healing, through all this other stuff that we're going through right now and in the past, and they have brought themselves into alignment and are teaching this alignment to others. And um, we'll be having live events every eight weeks. So if you miss this one, We'll have replays on our Saivana.com, uh, but we will also be bringing you speakers every eight weeks. So every eight weeks, you have a chance free to tune in and enjoy. You have a chance to learn and at the end, be a part of a massive global meditation to help heal the earth. So yeah, it's going to be, oh a, yeah, yeah. I'm so, so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And what kind of guests do you have coming this this time? So our guests we have, um, you can find from astrology to neuroscience. So astrology, we have a spiritual bodybuilder, which is uh, a friend of ours, Nahum, and uh, he's going to just be giving it to you, the astrology side. Um, and then we have Aaron Apke, who's going to be talking about polarization, which is essentially the... Um, you know, we, we polarize on different uh, gravitational planes, I believe. It's light and dark. You know, clearly you're light because you're here. Um, so he'll be teaching you how to vibrate there and uh, the basics of it in case you're new to it. And then we'll have, we'll have uh, Craig Goldberg, who is amazing. <laughs> Anyone who knows Craig, that's all they say about him. He's the warmest hugs ever but he's also very, very in tune with the science of mindfulness. So that, that's what he will be teaching about. And then we have, uh, of course, our OBE expert or outer body um, expert who will be teaching about lucid dreaming and um, how to really activate that in ourselves. You know, um, I'm a lucid dreamer and I was afraid of it. You know, I was afraid of that 
of stepping out. And it wasn't until I started to reach out to the, the lucid community to see that there's, there's nothing to fear. It's just an understanding. If you understand something, then you can, you can move through it. You can live it. So he is phenomenal. And um, he's actually, through doing his course, taught my person how to come out of his body and uh, meditate. I think I told you that. He told me it was like one of the most epic meditations he's ever done. Seeing yourself laying there and then sit and have a meditation. So Florentine courses. But his name is Florentine Ayanita and he's like, a, I, I feel like that the word of the day is amazing, right? <laughs> I feel like the word of the day is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And last but not least, we have Michael Cassidy, which is a Iaboga uh, shaman or what you would call, he, he studied under a shaman in the Bowiti tribe, which is where Ibogaine or Iaboga came from. Uh, Ibogaine is the alkaloid in um, Iaboga, which is looked at in the, in the plant-based community as the chief chief. That's the plant that um, kicks your butt in an uh, amazing way. But after that, it's been shown, studies have shown that people who have been addicted come off of their addiction. It is that powerful. So he will be talking about the basics of Iboga, the basics of Ibogaine, um, what to look for in a provider, everything he'll be covering. So we're talking plant medicine to science of consciousness. All here. Oh my goodness. All the cool mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Everything yeah. that you said. I'm like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'll be guiding a, uh, the, I'll be guiding the live global meditation. Yes. So I, Saturday can't come fast enough. Seriously. Just, it's funny because my mom, uh, who is, um, you know, very straight laced and a lot of my family members, cause I'm from South America. I was born in Guyana. Uh, that's right between Brazil, Venezuela and Suriname. So, you know, there's, there's not much talk about consciousness, plant medicine, spirituality, you know, it's just, it is what it is, which is, you know, religion and how you grow up and, and what your family teach you. So having all this stuff going on and having my family members reach out to me, say, hey, I'm signed up. I want to learn about consciousness and I want to learn about plant medicine and, and, how, and how to explain my dreams more. I'm, I'm just, I'm blown away and I'm so touched. You know, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes those are the, the best connections when your family reaches out and they want in on what you're doing. And that's just yeah. like, oh, win, winning. Okay, well, people, um, I'm going to put the link in the description down below. So if you want to sign up and, get, and hear more about Saivana or get on their email list and, and get their updates and everything, just check the description down below and it'll be there for you. So you can get there nice and easy. Um, okay, so you're a very evolved, light, amazing human being. And I'm sure that it wasn't always this way. <laughs> was there sort of a process or awakening or path or how did you get to this point? And was there like, you know, like a dark night of the soul or anything like that? Mm. So I would say, hmm, my, my awakening, because I, I do think that we, we go through stages of awakening because we resist. We resist a lot because it's not our comfort zone. It's not, you know, what we've been taught. It's not the rules, you know, um, in life, the bullshit rules that we, we associate ourselves with. 
it's not our friends. It's not our family. You know, if you're surrounded by, you know, souls that aren't awake, then you'll stay asleep longer. So it was a process. I, I had to, at 19 years old, I decided I didn't want to live in Guyana anymore. It didn't, it just didn't serve me. So I moved to another country by myself. <laughs> I know. Um, my sister told me just recently after her and I connected again, she said, I couldn't have done that. You know, I, I, there's no way, you know, and I, I didn't see it as, Oh my God, I'm moving away by myself. I saw it as there's nothing there for me anymore. And I think when it comes to spirituality and consciousness and choosing to become awakened or aware, it has to be a, there's no looking back, you know? So I started reading, um, I started reading Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. And I, he was my father that I never had, even though he had passed on. <laughs> I, I, I became immersed in learning, you know? And I realized that the things that I wanted or the things that I said I wanted, it wasn't in alignment to the things I actively said every single day. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the, uh, the lifestyle I lived. It wasn't the friends I had. It wasn't even the clothes I wore. You know, it wasn't me, but yet I was asking for it. That's like, that's literally like being full and going to your fridge and pa packing food on your plate. There's not space for it. So it's not going to be filling. So I started reading a Napoleon Hill, um, Think and Grow Rich. And I, I understood the concept of manifestation and what your brain is capable of. And for a, 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 you know, someone who didn't even know anything about neurons or neuroscience or anything like that coming from the Caribbean, I'm like, whoa, there's more to me. Okay, nice. I want to learn. I want to, I want to move towards this healing, this knowledge. So I wrote my vision board for the first time. I said, 10 things I wanted. And every single day, Danny, I, I woke up to it under my pillow and I read it with the intention, with my breath. And sometimes not even really knowing that I was skipping, uh, slipping into a, 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 you know, a theta, uh, brainwave state. I just, I was just there and it felt good. You know, and as human beings, we gravitate to whatever feels good. So it felt good. So I kept doing it. And everything on that list, about eight, about eight things on that list came to pass. And the only reason the other two didn't come to pass is because I didn't want those two anymore. Now I knew what I was capable of. I'm like, no, I want more. You know, I, I want to nourish my brain. I want to evolve my consciousness. And I want people in my life that feel the same. So long story short, I'm, I uh, fell in love, moved over here. And then the next stage of my growth started, <laughs> which is the relationship part where we as sacred beings attract what we do not want internally, but it's what we ask for physically based on our actions. So um, I ended up in a relationship that verified, you know, my underlying daddy's issues. My, 
my underlying daddy issues and um, my underlying, I won't, I won't even say self-hate. It was more of self-doubt, you know? Um, my, I don't know, my fear of just being seen, being heard, being known, and um, following my path. So all of these things came out because I was looking at the person I found and I, I, I said, this is my person, but he, he did not, he did not mirror me in any way. Matter of fact, he, um, matter of fact, he had some dependent issues or addiction issues that I couldn't, I, I had no idea why or what was I doing wrong. And instead, which is what most of us do, instead of looking at this as a red flag, I'm like, Bob the Builder, I'm going to fix this. I'm going <laughs> to. This is what I was put here for, to fix a person. <laughs> it, it wasn't until I took time for myself, uh, went to some Al-Anon meetings, hi to my Al-Anon people, um, and focused on myself that I started to realize it's not just him, it's me. What about me that's attracting that? Because that wasn't the first person in my life that I've chosen as my person that has have these traits about them. You know, if I'm, <clears throat> if I'm the sun and everything is orbiting around me, there's something about my sun that isn't not shining <laughs> bright enough. So I think it was a couple days before the eclipse. Um, the last, uh, actually the second to last eclipse, cause we had one recently, um, that I met this girl and her name was Zola. She was such a beautiful soul. I was sitting in Elanon, I remember. I was sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, the tears and feeling the tears from, um, from someone who was speaking. And I looked over at her and she was, she was in such a peaceful state, but she was talking to herself, almost like pr praying. So after the meeting, I felt called to go over and I said, hi, what were you doing? She said, I was... I was sending her love. I'm like, sending her love? This is foreign language to me at this point, you know? Um, and so her and I ended up getting some coffee and sharing stories and talking and slowly evolving together, I would say. So she took me to my first, um, I would say, meditation where I saw Archangel Michael. The roof opened up for me. I'm like, okay. In addition to laws of attraction, there's consciousness evolution that pair perfectly when you're in sync. You know, it's not just about this is what I want, because truthfully, when you're in a state of total love, you don't want anything. Matter of fact, you want to give. That's all you want. So um, I guess longest story short, <laughs> that was my first um, set of awakening when I realized about manifestation in my brain and how just, you know, amazing it is. And understanding that consciousness is more than just the word. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So can mm -hmm. you, how would you define consciousness? Ooh, wow. Um, like the, uh, and, and we'll be bringing this, this out uh, real soon. 
um, with the Akashic Records. Um, okay. I believe consciousness is, if you think, if you think about a, um, you take a bath and you see these bubbles, okay? And they're all split out, you know, they're, they're doing their own thing and eventually they pop. When that bubble pops, it doesn't just disintegrate. It sucks back into that sud, you know, and that the main bubble sometimes even gets bigger. I see consciousness as that. I don't think there's death. I think that there's just, there's, there's, there's conscious life. There's sentient life. There's us, you know, there's us as beings where we perceive um, things, where we understand each other, where we experience. And then there's conscious life again, you know? Um, I, would, I would say it, it is everything and it is what is. Um, consciousness is not explained because it is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Animals. I love that. There's animals that are conscious. It's, it's just, it's, it's us. The yeah. world is yeah. conscious. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> love it. It's like what gives us animation, like what, what makes us alive. But I love the bubble analogy because like, and maybe that's like before we kind of like understand that we're part of everything. Like we're part of the bath. We're just up here in a little bubble and then that pops and we go back to the bath. <laughs> but we're still always part of the bath. Exactly. And that's the consciousness and it's, it's a stream, but it shows up in us as single individual people. And then that kind of animates us as humans, as animals, as plants. It's that, that beautiful stream of all that is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how evolution happened too. You know, we, we had to consciously perceive things. That is, that is a saber tooth tiger. I do not like, it will eat me. And, you know, that's, that's, that's how it is. That's who we are. And that's how we learn and grow and evolve. Oh, love, love, love. So, and then from there, that, those points in your life, the manifestation, going to the meditation, Archangel Michael. And then from there, it was like, what have I just opened up and I'm going in this direction and I need to, I'm sponging up everything. It was, I became a seeker. I didn't care who it was. I needed the information because I do think that, you know, no one really has the full piece of a puzzle, you know, just like one of my favorite movies, um, Dr. Strange, when she projected his ass out of his body and he, and he, he saw his, his, you know, the layers of himself, it, everyone has a piece of the puzzle. So learning from you, learning from, from Nahum, learning from, you know, Michael, learning from whomever, I take what I need and I leave what I don't, you know? And, and I think that's, that's the biggest part of becoming conscious, knowing because you are still you, you know, what works for me would not always work for you, but there's parts or things I can show you that can possibly be great if you integrate it into your system. So, yeah. That got me really excited. So I'm building an, I don't know if I've told you this yet, an intro to spirituality course. And it's, I'm like so over the moon excited about it. And it's not really designed to say, hey, go this way, go this way. I'm going to lay out a bunch of tools and different philosophies and say, okay, choose your own adventure. But here's all this stuff. You can use chakras. You can use Hinduism. You can go whichever way you want. Um, And so that kind of what you just said resonated with me. Like take what resonates, 
leave what doesn't and go and, and consciousness and spirituality seems to be a very personal path. It's like how you relate to yourself, how you relate to others and how you relate to God or you know, what all that is. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, would you say that that's sort of accurate? Absolutely. I think um, it's, it's almost like uh, it's, it's a preference. You, I have a preference in clothes. I have a preference in, in hairstyles. I have a preference in movies and, and you yeah. know, everything I do. But, um, and, and <clears throat> when you think about someone's internal trauma, you know, um, before I healed or before I resolved my daddy issues or the things that um, I was blaming my father for, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't relate to sacred masculines. I couldn't, you know, there was a mistrust there. So the healing I would have needed in that moment, um, which we will talk about uh, later um, with, um, with plant medicine, I needed something a lot more gentle, you know, than a, than a kick in the butt. So it, it depends on the trauma you're trying to get over as well. You know, um, some people, and it, I, t- I tell clients too, you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes to make yourself, um, to, to have grounding uh, energy run through you. Go stick your hand in Pachamama and feel that loving energy and ask her to take it from you. There's different modalities for a reason. It's because, hey, pick your tray. <laughs> pick your tray. Pick what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I can't that's wait. what people go ahead. Oh no, I was I was gonna say I can't I can't wait to um to see your course and experience it and share Thank it. You. Yes, You're I'm gonna welcome. have to have you come on and like maybe be a guest or something or just you know, I think the more the merrier. Like I'm I'm really and, and it's also like I'm a student at the same time as I'm teaching it. So mm-hmm. I know a little bit about a lot of things. Um, so as I dive deeper into all of these aspects for my students, I think I'm going to also go through a huge learning process. So I'm, I'm very excited for this to happen on a bunch of different levels. So thank you for also being excited with me. You're welcome. The fact that you even said that you're a student while you're a teacher, that's, that's it. To stop growing means you're, you're, you stop firing those neurons that actually, you know, that actually triggers growth. Um, and it was actually proven, um, scientifically that so taxi drivers the hippocampus that's the part in the brain where it it actually uh directional you know helps you navigate so that part of the brain in taxi drivers were a lot bigger than in normal people because they needed to get people to a certain place at a certain time that's their job but when they stopped doing that it shrunk yeah so point being you have to keep growing to keep that muscle strong. As a, as a former bodybuilder, you know, you get there and then you maintain through learning. So, yeah, I love that you said that. <laughs> Thank you. And I like that you said the bodybuilding, the, the muscle, the analogy, because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, my gosh, the hippocampus is like a muscle. Like if you keep doing bicep curls, your biceps are going to get bigger. But when you stop and stop for a period of time, they're going to atrophy. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But hopefully you're training something else or like, you know, you've moved on to growing another part of you. But the only way to keep spirituality, consciousness, muscles, health going is to keep putting energy into it. Absolutely. Yeah, if you don't yeah. lose it, or if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's cool. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. And I, so, okay. So talking to somebody who's new to spirituality, mm-hmm. um, where would you say a good place for somebody or where would you say a good place for somebody to start is or a good mindset to have as people are like, cause I, I do feel that there's like a, an energetic shift happening on the planet, maybe sort of a raising of the consciousness of everybody. Mm-hmm. Now more than ever, it seems that people are tuned into the chakras. They're tuned into astrology. They're like, what is this other the spirituality just seems like it's coming to the, to a head and it's not necessarily like organized religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think people are starting to wake up to this spiritual realm that we all have going on here. So for people who are new, where would you think that people would start a good place? Um, honestly, I would say start within the, um, start within your third eye, start within yourself before you can set out on a journey. You need to know where you're going. Um, or you at least need to have a, 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 just an idea of the roadmap. And when I say the roadmap, I mean, okay, I got my keys. I got my wallet. I got my lip gloss. I have myself. Okay. Where do I go? When you're starting off, spiritually learning, wanting to know just yourself, you have to convince yourself or you have to know without a shadow of a doubt that this is what you want to do. That's what I would say. When I experienced my shift, like I said earlier, there was no going back for me. So I would, I would advise anyone who's starting Sit with yourself and talk to your higher self. Talk to you and say, listen, the past wasn't working for me. I don't know what the future holds. You know, I don't know anything, but I'm willing to step out now. I'm willing to jump off this (laughs) this ledge and trust that there's a big bouncy castle waiting for me on the bottom that's going to catch my fall and it's probably going to have you know, unicorn in it, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I would say that that's where you start. You start having, even if it's five minute meditations, um, with yourself, you sit with your third eye, you sit with your heart, you sit with your energy centers and you take intentional breaths, intentional breaths. When I say intentional breaths and people ask me, they're like, what? When I say intentional breaths, I mean, we breathe naturally. It's, it's a part of our autonomic you know, nervous system. It is what it is. When you take an intentional breath, it's you affirming to yourself that you are replenishing oxygen. You are you know, flooding your cells with, with, um, with a burst of energy, of oxygenated, uh, oxygenated, <laughs> oxygenated energy, um, and you are surveying your body while you do it. So... It's a different level of just, it's more of a, you, you feel and your body relates to you after. It's like, ooh, I feel my knees right now. Ooh, my, my chest. And sometimes if you ask yourself, you might know exactly where that pain is coming from. That argument with a friend of yours, you know, that, that, uh, that ego stepping in the way instead of you making the decision you know that's best for you. All these things happen when you take that intentional breath. So sit with yourself for five minutes every day for about a week and take intentional breaths 
survey your body, and then affirm to yourself that you are ready to, to evolve your consciousness, to move forward. Do that for a week, and I promise you, you will, you will find so many um, avenues coming at you. You'll have a course pop up here that's free. You'll have this person come into your life and say, hey, did you hear about this new book? And it would all just be because you decided that this is what you want to do. Yeah. Your higher self and your, your lower self, your instinct. Yeah. I love the fact that you started with the decision. Really like that. Because once you, and I'm experiencing this in my own life right now, because I'm sort of deciding to walk the spiritual path, not just for myself, but to also maybe teach it to, to mm -hmm. those. So I'm, and now that I've decided, like, these pe people are coming out of the woodwork. Like, I, I mean, just like, it, and it's really cool. And like ideas and people and places and opportunities are just showing up for me. So, and it was, and all I did was a conscious decision. I literally haven't done anything but decide and meditate and boom, I'm getting calls and messages and it's been really amazing. So thank you for saying that. I think that is incredibly important as the decision. Um, now you mentioned third eye. Mm -hmm. I, and so I'm familiar with the third eye. When I meditate, I can feel it kind of tingling and doing its thing. Um, how would you, how would you describe the third eye to somebody who's like, I've seen it, but you I don't know that? what it is. Yeah. Hmm. I would say your third eye is that window that you open when you want some fresh air of consciousness of, of higher, of higher, uh, states of, of, um, I would say of when intuition is not just, it's not just intuition, but it's, it's psychic abilities. It's, it's that, um, it's that connection to just a higher vibration, you know? So you're stuck here and you're like, hmm, I could, I could use some ventilation. Let me open that third eye. <laughs> that third eye. And then you have a flush of, um, you have a flush of that loving warmth that fills us up as enlightened beings. That's how I would, that's how I would probably describe it to my nieces and nephews. Like, Hey, you have the ability to, to open something up in your, in your forehead. It's called a pineal gland. And through that and through conscious thought, you can, you can sometimes in some cases even feel people in the other room because we're that powerful, you know? Yeah. Wow. And what are some practices that you do to nourish your third eye or keep it open or? Oh, I actually, um, it's, so I get channeled my, my meditations, um, which is really cool. Uh, I don't, so channeling is essentially where you, you are fed information from a higher source. And I know it's a higher source because some of the things I hear, there's no, it's coming from me. <laughs> it's just, it's just, wow. So one of the um, third eye meditations that I, I, I'm in love with, it's, it's where you, you start off, um, you take your thumb and you place it right, right where your third eye is. It's right between, right there. And you hold it there for about a minute. And after you hold it there, 
you're you're also holding it there with the intention of feeling it and 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 you know when you press a place long enough and you leave there there's an imprint you know you leave that imprint there so it's easy for you while you do the breath work so it's a breath work technique where you start off in a seated position you have your hands on your thighs and you take a hundred breaths rapidly through your nose and when you get to a hundred you hold that last breath for as long as you can and while you're holding that breath you set the intention to connect with your your third eye as well as release any pent-up energy within your body so by the end of that third breath that that hundred breath and you hold when you release you release with your hands up with your palms to the sky almost almost exposing your chest and your head your third eye to the sky oh. and then you take one more breath really deep And then you release. And that last breath is to ground you a little bit. Seeing as you're on the ground, it's, it's easy. <laughs> but um, what, what I've been told after sharing that meditation, personally, the first time I tried it, um, it felt like a rib or one of my, um, one of my true rib. Um, it, it just went, I was holding tension there or something, but I felt a release. I actually heard it. And um, what I've heard was it connects you with, uh, with your, your third eye. I had someone go, whoa, I could see while my eyes were closed because it was so open. So please feel free to try it. Tell me, if you, tell me how, it, how it works for you. But it's something that I love doing when I want that, um, that connection. Now, the rapid breath, is that almost like the yoga, like, uh, what is it, Kapalabhati? It's like the like stomach pumping almost kind of? It is, but it's a lot more rhythmic and slow. It's not as, um, it's more like, almost okay. like every second. Um, and while you're doing that, um, sometimes it's easier to have an alarm, like you measure where 100 breaths would be if you're doing that. Um, mm -hmm. And you set an alarm versus counting. For me, it's good when I'm counting because I'm only focused on that number. So then that, put, that shifts you in a, a deeper state of um, a theta. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, where do we go next? So, I don't know. Plant medicine is coming to me. Okay. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I am incredibly intrigued by plant medicine. I've had a couple of my own ceremonies. I microdose frequently. Um, it's something that I 100% believe in and, and I can't wait to find out more and to, and to dive more and do more ceremonies. So what, um, what has your experience been? And let's, let's just start there, I guess. Um, to sum it up, my experience with uh, plant medicine has been wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, microdosing has been epic. And it's really sad that these um, 
well, I know why these, these, these medicines are not readily available. I know why, and you know why, and, and most people do. Um, it's really sad, especially seeing as, um, especially, you know, marijuana, it has so many healing purposes. And as human beings, we, we have the tendency to abuse things that feel good, you know. Yeah. Um, and I've met countless people who have never uh, experienced marijuana in a sacred way before like it's just oh i smoke you know <laughs> me, me. And, i have not experienced it in a sacred way do explain <laughs> sorry oh, did i cut out up. i didn't i didn't oh hear you. i yeah. said that's me i have not experienced marijuana in a sacred way everything else but explain this to me a little bit because okay i could do this later um yeah, no, totally. Um, so I call her Mama Marijuana because she is Aww. a potent, beautiful teacher. Um, I've had full-on psychedelic experiences with marijuana, like full-on. Um, I would say, and I, I was told um, this by a friend of ours who is um, uh, an apprentice for a shaman in Peru, and she, she worked with grandfather. Um, a lot of the sacred tribes don't burn marijuana because it's considered disrespectful because, and a lot of, and, and a lot of people, you, you as, um, as someone who partakes in marijuana, you know, the difference in, in body sensation, in sensation in general than when you smoke and when you eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Very There's different. a different Very level. Different. So, um, from that, I, I started, I, I was never into smoking either because I went to school for neuromuscular therapy and it's just my dad smoked too. I had friends that smoked. It just, it's something that didn't resonate with me. So as I started eating it, I realized that when you're in a meditative state or if you have the intention of learning, she talks to you. She, this, this, this plant, this sacred spirit, this, this, um, beautiful plant talks to you and guides you and, and tells you things. Um, I had a lot of epiphanies while being on marijuana, sitting there, just experiencing. I've had outer body experiences on marijuana because I, I started lifting out of my body. Yeah. Um, how you do it sacredly, yes. basically. Yes. What you do is you get an edible. You want to make sure that it's a one-to-one -one ratio. CBD and THC are friends. If you have an imbalance of <clears throat> the THC, it can overwhelm your system. And you can feel, and I've experienced this, you can feel more of a jitter sensation versus balanced and centered. Mm. And you want to feel balanced and centered because then your body doesn't go into fight or flight and then you're not fighting the medicine. So... You want to make sure you have a good balance. You also want to make sure that what you're taking is not full of chemicals and, and, and sugar. And I've seen some, some edibles that I wouldn't even eat because, yeah, the medicine's in there, but you have cornstarch and <laughs> cane sugar and all this other stuff that can, you know, kind of mess with the potency. So you want to make sure you have something that is at least not as um, bad or harsh or full of chemicals. 
So um, after that, you find a, a quiet space, find music that resonates with you, and you set the intention before you eat it to learn. You know, you look at this, this, this gift, this gift from the earth, and you say, thank you so much. I am open to learning and experiencing whatever you want. Thank you. And, and you, you ingest it, and you sit there. You have some water. You, you allow yourself to settle. You know, you do some breath work. You do whatever feels right to you. And then you just you sit there, and eventually she shows up. And she works with you. I've, I've had experiences with, um, with a client of mine who I was able to, I told her to microdose, I microdosed, and she was speaking through me to talk to her about different places on her body that um, needed work, needed love. And I was able to guide this person who was in Seattle, and talk to her about places that made her cry because she forgot. You know, these, these uh, plants, these, they're, they're, they're ancient teachers that we are now, which I'm so grateful, we are now as a conscious race overall tapping into what was forgotten because this is stuff that was taught to our ancestors way back in the day. You know, so um, that would be a great way if you want to try it. If, um, you know, you viewers want to try it, it's a beautiful way to connect with yourself and with this plant spirit. And trust me, the difference is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, yeah. And about how much would you say is a dose? Um. So because everyone's tolerance is different, um, I usually microdose based on what I'm told, meaning I literally hear, okay, two drops, one drop. But for, for someone who might not be that tapped in, um, when you start low, then it's better to start low than high. You start low and you tune in and connect with this plant. And then who knows, maybe you feel called to take another drop or maybe that's perfect. Or maybe the next time you're like, okay, that one was too low. Let me bump it up a bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Trial and error. error. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And I love how you said, start with an intention and ask, you know, I'm here to learn and, and say your <clears throat> gratitude, say your peace. And I'm going to say a little prayer and intention over it. And I've heard that with cacao. I've heard it with ayahuasca. So it seems like any plant medicine from cacao, marijuana, ayahuasca, all the way to DMT and the craziest kinds, start with an intention, an intention to learn, an intention to grow. It's not, it's a medicine. It's not something to party with and you will get your ass handed to you if you choose to party with these things. <clears throat> or, which, which I think is worse, or mm -hmm. you'll just remain asleep and it mm. would go through your system. You'll get a little buzz and you'll still have that hole there, you know? And I think the reason why a lot of people reach for these medicines it's not because of the buzz. It's because there's a hole there that they that they genuinely want to fill, but they don't know how to connect the right energetic um, intentions to what they're reaching for. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, 
Okay, what else do I want to say about plant medicines? Okay, you mentioned something about it coming home. Can we talk a little bit about that? I thought that was the most beautiful oh. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I think about, because um, I hear people say, oh, God, you're going to go trip balls. You're going to, you know. You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave your body. You're gonna do this and that. And I, I, when we go to these places, it's a, it's an alternate dimension. It's an altered state of consciousness where we are the happiest we've ever been. Where we are faced with our shit, and we have a choice to, to see it as a way of bettering ourselves, or we see it as a way of hiding ourselves. We are faced. And given, actually, we're given this opportunity by these, um, these beautiful, beautiful sacred beings. And that is the best place ever. And when you think about home, when you think about home, that's where the heart is. That's where you're happiest. So technically, being on a trip, being on that journey, connecting with those plant spirits, connecting with yourself, your higher self, isn't that like coming home? Isn't that like being home? So I don't consider it going on a trip. I consider it as coming home. And then after that, I go home. I pick up what I need to pick up, you know, to heal myself when I'm back here on earth. And um, I guess dealing with the experience of my perceptions. Love it. Yeah. I'm so glad that mm -hmm. we talked about this because I just, I think people have such an altered view of plant medicines and all this thing and it's becoming like trendy. And I just think that people are sort of getting the wrong idea about it. Now, I mean, if they go, they're going to get lessons whether they like it or not, if they go and actually do what they're, um, but it's like, it's about integrating it too. And it's about taking what you've learned from whatever experience it may be. And even if it's cacao, something that's kind of like lighthearted and more like a little less, um, you know, visual stimulating mm -hmm. um, but it's about taking the lessons back and I think it's about learning these things and going into ceremonies so that we can be better humans for this planet it's not yeah integration learning without integration personally I think is, is wasting time because it it takes it takes you um, a specific amount of time to be even be able to remember something you have to integrate it. It has to be stored in that long-term memory bank that you have in your brain. So if you don't integrate, if you don't teach, and teaching is a beautiful way of integrating because then um, personally, I learn better when I teach. When I learn something new, I, I sit on the couch and I tell my person and I teach him. I, I try to explain it in my own terms. And in that way, I learn more. So integration has to happen when you're using these medicines. You go home and you apply or else technically you're, what are you using them for? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's always fun to say, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do a trip and learn, but are you, are, are you, are you really learning or are you just in it for the trip? You know, there, there's, there's, there's always a, a fine line between using and using. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and the Ibogaine, I'm, I'm curious to be on the, the live mm. event that you're hosting because I, that's actually one that I would like to learn more about. Wow. I don't. So 
I think I explained to you a little bit about my Ibogaine uh, scenario, but let me, let me, let me go through. So I was on a uh, beautiful meditation mushroom journey and um, I, wow. Hmm. So I was getting my ass handed to me, but personally, this was the first time I've ever been scolded by the mushrooms and I needed it. My ego needed a check. I needed to see, feel, and be aware of the conscious decisions I was making that were not in alignment to the things I said I wanted. That to me, that's, thank you. I, I see that as such a thanks. So, um, but no joke, I was like this in the set. I was like, <laughs> just, I'm like, wow. Okay, so I ended up going and laying down in bed. And after, you know, after I acknowledged that, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be that person anymore. This is the thing. These are the things I need to start doing in order to um, be a better version of myself. The best version I can be. Screw a better, the best. Boom. So, so I'm laying there and I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling it. And I hear, I am Iboga, remember my name. And this is, this is all, you know, within, within that journey. And I'm like, I woke up. And I, wow. Okay. I both. So I tried to remember, I remember the name by saying it over and over again. And mind you, when I heard that, my entire body shivered. It was like, <sighs> never experienced anything like that before. And, um, the, so the, the spirit went on to say, you will not watch TV anymore. You will do this. You will not basically giving me a scolding with instructions. It was like having a father come to you and be like, you need to clean your room. You need to do your homework. You need to do this. It wasn't a question of whether or not I was going to do it. It was yes, sir. I'm <laughs> getting everything together. It was intense. I, I swear it was, it, it left me shivering. So, um, after, you know, I, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I hear the mushrooms come back and they're like, well, we're done with you. And all the feelings started subsiding. I mean, I was probably in, in everything for four hours and it, it felt like 10 hours, you know? Um, but I came out of it and I looked at my person and I'm like, do you, do you know what, do you know what Iaboga or do you know? Cause I honestly thought it was just a word that my brain conjured up. I didn't know it was real. I did anything. And he's like, um, you mean Ibogaine? I'm like, no, I heard Iaboga. He's like, wait, I think you mean Tabernacle Iaboga? That's the, I think that's a, that's a, that's the, the plant that, um, you get Ibogaine from. I'm like, well, that plan introduced itself to me. And he was like, oh, and like, yeah. So within, the, within, within that time, all I did was sat with myself. I just, I sat with myself and I told him, I said, I can't watch TV anymore. So you need to hide. Matter of fact, take the remote with you and you're going to work. I cannot do this. And I literally started the very next day, actually the same day integrating the things. I got my paper. I wrote, I put stuff on my refrigerator. I, <laughs> I was serious. And, um, so the next day I got a message from, um, 
23 and me. I'm like, I mean, I gave them my sample like three years ago. So they like, Hey, we got an update and we changed some stuff around. Here's your DNA sample. Um, so I checked it and it turns out exactly where I began originated. Um, Iboga, the plant originated. That's, that's, I'm like six, uh, 87% West African where it originated from. So I'm like, that's interesting. Okay. Um, hmm. So I was told to reach out to, to, to every, t when I'm not doing anything productive, I need to be in a specific corner of my bedroom or actually my house at the time and be reading up about the plant. And through reading and through listening and integrating, Michael, I found the, the Iboga shaman, he's speaking on, um, on, on Saivana because of the research I did. I was completely guided to Michael and, and his facility and all these other, I couldn't tell you within the month of integration, how I have evolved within that one month of meeting this plant. So I started reaching out to my community and they're like, whoa, okay, that's cool. Um, so, so that, that, that's how come um, I met the plant, but technically I have not ingested the plant yet. Um, I'm not called to as yet. I might do it in West Africa. Um, it would be nice to do it in West Africa because then I get to put my hands in the soil and experience, but that's, that's, that, that's how that went down. Mm -hmm. Oh, and now, now there's this huge, um, Ibogaine community that I'm open to because my co, my co-host actually is an Ibogaine provider or was an Ibogaine provider. And now he has a, a, a amazing facility that helps people get out of their addiction using NAD and ketamine. It's just this beautiful circle of life when you, <laughs> when you listened. Um, and that's how Saivana came about as well. Um, through turning off the TV, centering myself and integrating the, the nose that I was told from that plant spirit, um, Savannah just it just it just flowed just downloaded wow that's a story right <laughs> wow no that's beautiful I love I love that it was so divinely guided by plants like I, I I've, I've also been scolded by mushrooms I was like mm. it took you know my, my intention was just not super clear and I felt like all the trees were like looking down on me and I felt like Simba and Mufasa was like, Simba, you deliberately disobeyed me. And I like, oh my, <laughs> like I literally was in trouble by nature. And these, these plants were over me. Oh my God. And I was just like, all right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I took too many. My, my mindset was more in like a party. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. super intentional. It was just cause I wanted to be out in nature and just like, yeah, scolded. But I was like, thank you. Cause forever now I get it like I wasn't in danger or anything but like I was in trouble with mushrooms yeah um, and yeah me, so mm -hmm. go ahead no go ahead well I was gonna I was gonna change the subject so before oh. we do we can just yeah whatever you're gonna say oh I was gonna say yeah um mushrooms are the the I mean I've, I haven't done ayahuasca yet either um but 
I typically only do stuff if I'm called to it. If if I'm if I'm called to it. And a lot of people in the the healing or the sacred or the conscious community, they know what being called to it means. But for people who don't know, it's where you're consciously um, seeing, hearing, feeling signs of this plant. Um, yeah. So, for example, let's just say uh, you're being called to uh, ketamine. So, uh, randomly, a friend would start talking about it. And then on your phone, you'll see something about ketamine and then something else would pop up about it. it, it it's like an, an, a sync, a sync, sync feeling within the earth and you. That's, that's when you're being called to something or that's how I would explain it. Does that make sense? Like, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like when something calls you, then, then all of a sudden it just starts popping up everywhere and like everywhere. it gets louder and louder. And then eventually you're just like, yeah, that's how ayahuasca was for me. It was kind of like, um, I learned about it. And then all of a sudden, like my friend met a shaman and then they were having a ceremony soon and it just worked out super fluid like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't the whole of the experience, what everybody hears about, but it was enough to dip my toe in and to know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be back, but I, like you said, you want to go to West Africa. Say, I, I would love to go to Peru and like where these plants are actually native. I think mm-hmm. I just, I feel like it'll be a little bit of a different experience. So I think that's what I'm waiting for my, my big, huge, but I haven't been called there yet. Push. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and uh, another thing too, that I, I, I feel like, um, we should add when you're, um, make sure that the, plants or whatever you're using is from a educated source or an educated guide or someone who knows what they're doing because there's nothing worse than you going into a sacred experience and you're doing it with a buddy or a friend and now you are processing some dark stuff that you has probably pushed down for years. That person is not equipped to sit with you, to talk to you, to, first of all, you didn't even put intentions down before. So it, it, environment is a hundred percent, um, uh, very, very important when you're looking to do anything sacred environment and making sure that the person who's there knows what they're doing. It's for your safety as well. Yeah. Thank you for that. Huge. Mm-hmm. that's a big thing because everybody thinks that they're an ayahuasca shaman now and you can really get somebody super hurt like mentally and physically and Mental people and just, physically and spiritually like the whole thing you can get really just because somebody yes. is in their ego and they're giving out this medicine and they don't fully understand it for themselves yet so huge thing on making sure your huge. guide is good yeah i have a um the the person we actually sat with for grandfather she sat in Peru in the bushes of Peru for three months until that plant spoke to her. Um, and that says something that that's a, that's a determined individual, um, right there to be in the darkness, to be off salt and eating rice basically for three months. Um, she was away from her kids and she, she told us experiences about like a freaking tarantula jumping on, like literally falling on her chest. I don't, no, if I were to <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah I'm out thank you but yeah she she did that she endured that so 
that's who I want to go to. I want, I, I want to, I want to be guided by someone who was guided, mm. you know, that's, that's yeah. how we learn. We learn through a teacher who has learned through a teacher who has looked. I mean, if you look at, um, uh, the, the cultures back, um, you know, the sacred cultures, the, the, the elders, they learn from their, you know, that's, that's how it is. You can't evolve in this life unless you seek knowledge, mm -hmm. especially on these topics. So, yeah. yeah, please be careful if you're thinking about doing anything um, because there, there's a huge difference in popping mushrooms and doing it sacredly. sacredly. So, 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you for that distinction. Um, so... I guess to close us out, we'll just close out with a little bit of extra like Saivana stuff. So like okay. your intention behind creating it and what people can expect from your content. Like I saw like biohacking stuff, binaural beats. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, just think of this as the platform you go to when you want to elevate your consciousness. And remember, consciousness is not just spirituality. Um, a conscious being is someone who is intentionally or just physically, emotionally, and spiritually aligned with their purpose. In order for you to be aligned with your purpose, let's just say um, with um, your goals, uh, you, you want to make you want to make a million dollars. Then you have to look at your you have to look at the overall picture. What's your health like? What are you eating? You know what what's your mental state like? What's your what's your mindset? What are you taking to enhance yourself? You know, do you, do you know about um, red light therapy? Do you know about flotation tanks? Do you know about um, IDCS? No, ID, IDSC, yeah, um, electric current. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things out there that has been done that a lot of people are doing currently to optimize themselves that it's not really out there. If I didn't get together with a, a biohacker at heart, um, I was a little into biohacking, but he was immersed in the field. So getting with him, I realized that, whoa, wow, okay, you can heal yourself. I, I was diagnosed with um, Kimoto's, and I was able to put myself in remission within two months. These things are possible, and there's no way I would have been able to manifest the things I wanted be in alignment, love myself, vibrate on a positive um, wavelength if I was sick, you know? So Saivana is going to help you optimize that body, <laughs> that mind, that spiritual, spiritual state. And we're going to teach you action-based, educational, or I would say evidence-based practices that you can apply to your life right now. I'm not someone about woohoo. If you don't get to the point with me when it comes to certain things, I'm on the next. It's just who I am, uh, just personally. So I don't want to waste anyone's time. So every single thing on Saivana will be evidence-based. You will know. I mean, there's certain things that can't be because you know, there's, there's real, there's no way to even really describe consciousness. So certain things you'll just have to, you'll have to listen, you'll have to learn and you'll have to apply what we're saying to experience that state for yourself, you know, but we'll be having a lot of digestible videos 
for you to learn about the Akashic Records, for you to learn about um, aliens, may I say. Uh, love um, how to channel everything. Everything. As I, I said in the, um, I wrote down, nothing is off limits. Yeah. If it applies to your consciousness, you'll hear about it from us. Wow. Amazing. I like how you said the whole, <laughs> like you want to manifest a goal. It, well, it takes all of you. And that includes, it's like oh, yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. So, okay. Where um, can people find you and find Saivana? Oh, okay. Um, so Saivana, just go to Saivana.com. Um, and you'll just go down to the, I, uh, the, hold on. <laughs> And Saivana is S-C-I-V-A-N-A. S, yes. Saivana.com. And you go to the um, event page and you sign up for free and be a part of it. Um, yeah. And uh, you can hit us up on Saivana, Sci, S-C-I dot B-A-N-A on Instagram. We, we, it's, it's so funny. We have such a, a, a beautiful Instagram community now people are reaching out and they're excited we're having people send us emails like we're so excited for this event and I'm like wow okay two months ago this event wasn't even a thought and here it is, here it is. yeah and apparently the day we're doing the event is it's going to be a, a huge um huge deal astrologically so I'm very excited for that beautiful energy for that ending meditation. Oh my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody, and, if you want it, Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say, and I'm, um, also, uh, eco that's E C O dot divine on Instagram. I don't really use my personal, um, channel, but I might have a couple things behind the scenes, uh, stuff for the videos and, maybe some of the speakers uh, featured on my personal channel. So if you want to follow me, you can. Okay. Eco.divine. Eco.divine. Yeah. I love that. I think that's such a cool name. <laughs> oh, okay. Erla, thank you so, so much for joining me today. This has been um, elevating, enlightening, mm -hmm. so many things, so much good exchange of energy here. And I, I'm excited to have you on again because, uh, I just feel like I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> so, so thank you. Thank you. I feel for... the same way. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Thank you. Um, well, thank you for joining us. Everybody listening, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you got something out of it. If you're interested in Saivana, check out the links below. Visit them on Instagram. If you have questions specifically for Erla, hit her up on Instagram. She's super open and nice. I'm sure you could all tell. But um, <laughs> And share it and share the love guys. Like if you're interested in Saivana and you want to share it, share it. And the reason is because as you like, the goal is to raise everybody's consciousness here. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, if, especially if there's some people where you're like, damn, you need a little, <laughs> <laughs> I encourage you share it, share the event, share her stuff. We're all here trying to make each other better and vibrate higher. So don't be afraid to get this information out there. Um, yes. We're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that we started. Um, so it's Saivana at facebookgroup.com, I believe. Uh, but you can find us. Just type in Saivana group and follow us there because I'll be, we'll be posting so much amazing content about 
biohacking, binaural beats, um, neuroscience, everything that you can think of, as well as a psychedelic nose that you should do, know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Good. Okay. And we'll have all those links in the description below. So it'll just be easy. Just click and go. So that mm -hmm. we'll have that set Absolutely. up for you guys easy. Arla, thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. I look forward to connecting again. Thank you guys for listening um, and just being open, uh, loving souls. Mm. Hey, do you want to do real quick? Do you want to do like three breaths with me? Maybe they can join in. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So three intentional breaths. Survey your body and let the love flow. And That feels so good. <laughs> All right. Now that's how you that's how you end the connection. Yes. <laughs> All right. See you on the next okay. one, guys. Peace. Okay.